asking the right questions will unlock your best life. They are the keys to enjoying more clarity, passion, balance, and confidence. Hi, I'm Todd Parker. And I'm Bridget Sampson. We're certified executive and life coaches, communication professors, trainers, consultants, and most importantly, parents. We're also dear friends who love diving into those deep conversations about life, relationships, family, and careers. All things about being a curious and compassionate human on this planet. So please join us, and we know you'll find something valuable that resonates with wherever you are on your journey. Welcome to 2021. It's Todd Parker here with Bridget Sampson, the Right Questions podcast. And we're very excited to be with you here. First episode of 2021, episode six. And we're here to tackle yet another important question and raise it in the, into the world, into your mind so that you might consider taking some action at the end of this podcast. Look, we know that it's a little cliche at times to think about, oh, it's 2021. It's a new year. We're going to set some new goals. And at the same time, we're not always fans. We're not always so motivated to get out there, to to actually dig into what we're trying to achieve, what we want 2021 to look like for ourselves. So really the goal here, the purpose of this podcast is to just get you moving, get you thinking, writing, and perhaps hopefully taking action by the end of this on what it is you want to see happen for yourself and for those maybe that you love in 2021. So there's this great saying, goes a little bit something like this, if you don't know where you're going, Any road will get you there. So our question today is, what is a vision and why do I need one? What is a vision and why do I need one? As I said, we're unable to make productive choices if we don't have a clear vision of where we're trying to go. Now, a couple years ago, I decided to hike Mount Whitney, and I'll make this story nice, short, and sweet. 14,500 feet, that's the elevation of Mount Whitney, highest peak in the continental U.S., five days, 50 miles, tens of thousands of feet of elevation, a ton of gear. My vision, unplug, detach, connect with myself, with nature, with my friends, really just reconnect with life's purpose. It was lofty, and it was full of tumult. It was full of missteps and tension. And one of the tensions that I kept coming back to was this idea of being there in the moment with my friends, reconnected with nature, trying to do my vision, and getting lost in the struggle of finding our way and of conquering the mountain, which is what we set out to do. What the statement allowed me to do, what my vision allowed me to do on that trip across all the tumult was come back to it and realign with why I was there in the first place. And that's what visions do. Visions serve as a guide. They serve as a guide towards planning, towards decision-making, towards choices, towards actions, towards behaviors. And that's what we're here to talk about today. So Bridget, what's a vision? Thank you for asking, Todd. And I just want to say Happy New Year to everybody. And we wish you all the best in 2021. And if you're listening to this later in the year, I want you to know it also applies at any time. Everything we're going to talk about is not just about what we do at the start of the year. We can do it at any time. 
So Todd and I have done a lot of training, right, and leading groups and doing offsites and retreats for teams about crafting their vision or re-energizing their commitment to their vision. We've done a lot of this work and we've seen a lot of definitions, but we have our own definition that we like the best. So we're going to give you our definition of what a vision is. And we like to look at it as the most ambitious description of what you aspire to achieve. Okay, the most ambitious description of what you aspire to achieve. That's it. It's that simple. It's a statement. It's a sentence, preferably just one sentence, no big words, very easy to understand. And as Todd said, to guide your actions and your choices, to guide your decisions about what to invest time in, what to say yes to, what to say no to, right? If it's not moving you toward your vision, then you really want to think about if it's something you want to invest your your precious time and energy into, right? It could be our definition of vision could apply to a long-term vision or a short-term vision. It could be your vision for the week, the day, the hour, one event that might be stressful, a hike up Mount Whitney, (laughs) right? So it could be a short-term, it could be long-term, it could be your vision, your life vision. At the very end, we might get Todd to share with us his very own inspiring personal life vision. Okay, so you don't want to stop this one early, right? So it could be that big picture or it could be, it could be macro at that level or it could be micro, right? Short-term, long-term, What else can we say to expand upon our view of what a vision is, Todd? Well, personally, right, professionally, we have, if it's short-term, it's long-term, it could be both in the personal and professional life. I have short-term and long-term goals for myself, with my family, independent of, you know, in business, right? So different pillars of my life, different categories, pillars, categories of my life. I also have, like, in business, I have goals and visions for myself as a coach, the loftiest vision of myself as a coach, what skills I need to continue to develop, what new learning I need to engage in or professional development myself, things of that nature. And certainly, whether it's for an individual, for a team, right, an organization, we all need visions to guide what it is that we're doing. As we said, if you don't know where you're going, how are you going to make the choices to get there? Exactly. So let's talk about some examples, some specific examples. I, as I said, really like the short and sweet approach. So a couple quick examples that stood out to me, you can research and find every organization will have their vision. Many celebrities, famous people, coaches will tell you what their vision is, right? I really like this one from by the Alzheimer's Association, a world without Alzheimer's. Doesn't that beautifully fit our definition? It's so aspirational. It's the highest level of what could be achieved. That's what drives the individuals that work in that organization, right? A world without Alzheimer's. Our vision, Todd, for Samson Coaching and Consulting, as you know, and we remind ourselves, is a world of people reaching their full potential and making their greatest contribution. Everything we do right, moves us toward that vision of the world as we coach people, as we design training programs, as we work on this podcast for you, right? Another one, and I love, you know, nonprofits often have really inspiring visions. And this is one of our favorite nonprofits. They're a client of ours, the Alliance for Children's Rights in Los Angeles. They advocate for foster youth. And their vision is a world in which all children have safe, stable homes and families with the support they need to thrive. 
So they provide legal assistance and all sorts of resources for youth in foster care and getting them into safe, stable families, a beautiful, beautiful vision. So we can look to organizations, we can look to people who we admire and find really inspiring examples of a vision statement that just drives people to want to move toward it and to make every choice that would be aligned with that vision and to be our best selves in moving toward achieving that vision, whether it's our personal vision or our organization's vision. You know, Bridget, as you talk about our vision statement there and on the heels of that, talk about one of our clients that we're so fortunate to work with and the Alliance for Children's Rights in Los Angeles, just taking on that work, right, for us allows us to get that much closer to our own vision for our company. So it guides our choices with who we work with and what we work on with them. So absolutely. It also got me thinking of, as I was having an anticipation, as I was talking to my buddy the other day, he heads up the Office of Threat Assessment and Management at a major university out here. And so we were talking about their mission and their vision. And really what we got to is the vision. They have this lofty vision and it sure is lofty, right? I'll share it with you. Happy, healthy, connected folks with meaning and purpose in life, right? And it's lofty because, gosh, like happy, healthy, connected, like easier said than done, right? Now, the reason, though, and this is what was really struck me is like why that is the vision. He said, because we know in the Office of Threat Assessment and Management, right, which is housed inside campus well-being and crisis intervention, they know that to be proactive, to be preemptive in stopping violence on campus is to have a vision to create a place and a community, right, that is happy, healthy, connected folks with meaning and purpose in their life because they know that those types of individuals, you know, research would tell us, don't commit acts of violence. So it allows them to reach that very lofty, lofty vision and guide the choices of how they, how they carry out their day-to-day actions. Yeah. So that's the first part, right? Like, why do we even need one? What is a vision statement? What is a vision? And then the second part we said we needed to answer of this very important question is why do we need one? What does it do? And I have a, another lovely quote that really stuck out to me. Vision without action is merely a dream. Action without vision, it just passes the time. Vision with action, well, that can change the world. How's that hit you, Bridget? That is quite profound, honestly, to me. And I have found that so true in my life and in my business. So In thinking about the benefit and why it's so important to have a vision, whether it's a vision for my whole life or a vision for one little aspect of my life or my business, right? I can see, I can identify so many examples in my life where having that vision had countless benefits in ways that if I hadn't had something really specific that I identified for myself, I would have just kind of floated with the wind and life would have taken me Mm. in one direction or another, just like that quote about if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there, right? And not every road is as high quality as the roads we really want to be on, right? So I wanted to just share a couple quick examples like business revenue. So every year at the beginning of the year, I set a 
revenue goal for my business. And sometimes I hit it and sometimes I don't. But I can tell you that the years that I've worked hard and I'm in a business accountability group that really helps me with that, you know, the years that I really have thought about what I specifically want it to be, have a clear vision for it. And then, you know, of course that filters down into planning the action steps that will help me get there. I've come much closer or I've hit it, right? And I've always done better that year over the last year when I have a and really Bridget, clear vision. Yeah. We just did this. We, yes. we did. It's guiding the choice, all the yes. choices we made as we anticipate right. and head into 2021. That's right. Exactly. Self-care, right? So I used to say, this is the first year, and I can say this on one of the very very last days of the year, Todd, I have meditated <laughs> every single morning this year when yeah. I woke up. I stuck wow. to it for the first year oh of my, my life. I wanted, I followed it around every year. Like mm, I should meditate more. Oh, I know meditation is good wow. for me. I know I feel better when I meditate. I did it every single morning because that was my vision for the years. I am going to meditate for 10 minutes every morning with the calm app, no matter what, if I'm not feeling like it, if I'm in a rush, if even the morning, Todd, that you and I recently got up at 4, 3.30 or 4am, yeah, yeah. right? To teach a virtual course for our friends in another part of the world (laughs) so that we had to be there at 4 a.m. I still made that extra 10 minutes to meditate that morning. So, But that's because that was my vision. That was my vision is I will meditate every morning. That was one of my vision statements. And that's an example of how it can be about one little aspect of life that's under the broader heading of self-care for me. But it was my vision on one very specific thing. Another example relationships, right? So I have a vision. I had a vision this year for having a really healthy, happy, peaceful relationship with my husband. Now, it wasn't perfect. We didn't get there 100%. But keeping that vision in mind allowed me to in those moments where there was tension building to make the choice to, you know, to move toward peace and happiness and joy. Another quick example, my weight. I have always known what my healthiest weight would be. It's a very clear number. It's a very clear vision. Most people have that. It might be a range. It might be kind of a small range, but I've always known what that would be. I have never gotten there in my adult life until I was 50 years old right? It was always a vision. But once I was 50 and I'm 52 now, I really took the steps that I needed to take to get there. Because as you get older, to me, your health gets even more important as you see people really dealing with more and more illnesses and challenges as we get mm-hmm. older. So that was always my vision for my health to be a certain weight. And I and I finally got there. And I want to use that as an example to say that just because we have the vision, it's crystal clear. It's I, my vision is to weigh this, or my vision is for my relationship to look this way. That is not to be used as a reason to abuse ourselves or berate ourselves. I do not look back and say, well, why wasn't I able to be at that healthier weight earlier? Or why did I have so much strife in my relationship earlier? I believe that we're meant to learn the lessons we're meant to learn at different stages in our life. But having that guiding vision, even through it all, whether we get to that incredibly aspirational end goal, or realistically, we never really fully get there, having it and saying it and speaking it aloud to others and writing it and being brave enough to just have that vision, to set that vision moves us closer to it. And we will eventually either get there or get as darn close to it as we can just by having it. So those are the benefits for me that I see that I hope people can you know, learn from. Well, Bridget, you said something really important there about writing it down. We're not going to get into all the different parts of what makes for a successful video. We can't do it all right now. But since you said it, Bridget, we know based on the research that people who not just 
sit down and think it through and have a clear vision, but put it in writing, put it into pictures, put it front and center in places for them to be reminded of it. All of these little, little habits, we'll plug for previous podcast. Yes. All these habits add up to a massive effect, right? So just wanted to, to point that out as the, yes. as the writing it down. As far as personal examples mm-hmm. go, I'm not really, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to let you stick to those, Bridget. But as you were talking, I was thinking about the discussions I've had with with my kids, actually, in the last week about what do we want 2021 to look like? What's our vision for 2021? You know, we were talking about what's our what was our vision? What was their vision for school? I have a five and an eight-year-old, right? So I was talking to my eight-year-old, Isabel, like, what's your vision for school? How do you want to show up? How, like, what we're doing multiplication and division. What, is, what are your goals by the end of, right? And, but really, the first thing that she said, and I'm being real honest with you, Bridget, here, I said, what is our vision for 2021, she said, well, first and foremost, we have to keep my mom and papa, her grandparents, we got to keep my mom and papa safe. She said, that's the first thing we have to do. And I said, you know what? Mm. To that point, and that it guides mm. all our, our other choices, right? The way we, the things we choose to do, how we see or don't see our family, right? How we choose to protect or not protect here, you know, coming into 2021 and a vaccine for COVID on the horizon. Right? All of these things are in my own eight-year-old's mind about what the vision looks like for 2021. So it's just to, as I segue into a slightly other part here to recognize that other people might just be included in your vision and you may just need their buy-in. Yes. You may want to inquire whether it's your family, your colleagues, as you did with me, Bridget, your employees, right? What is 2021 going to look like and what is your vision for it and how does it align you know, with mine? So with that little plug, little segue, I'll say Virtual teams seem to be pretty much the norm these days and will be at least for some undetermined amount of time. So creating cohesion, you leaders out there, right? Inspiring your staff, others. This is more important than ever. So effective leaders do recognize that we need to provide the environment. We need to provide the container, which includes our behaviors and our actions to inspire what we would call not just a vision, but a shared vision. All right, so that the your employees, your staff see the deeper meaning in their work and they're not simply performing routine tasks, but rather understand how it's contributing to the much larger, much grander picture and what role they play in that, right? That's critical to achieving success because you need their buy-in. Any thoughts about that, Bridget? I imagine you have something. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just nodding. You know, if you can see us on YouTube, by the way, watch <laughs> us on YouTube. If you're listening, you'll see my Happy New Year sequin Lovely. blouse since yes. I didn't get to All go to fancy. any parties. I'm wearing Very it on the fancy. podcast <laughs> here by myself in my office. But yes, I'm nodding enthusiastically because as a coach and a consultant for so many years, I can't tell you how many comments I've heard, right, about team members talking about their leaders, like, well, this is supposed to be our vision, but the leader doesn't embody it. You know, it's supposed to be all about like kindness and meaningful purpose and whatever the language might be, right? But the leader has to embody it, model it, share it. It has to be part of the culture on a team or in an organization. And then in other cases where our clients say, oh my gosh, the vision is so inspiring. Like every day when I don't want to get it, like the Children's Alliance, right? We've talked with so many folks there. They work so hard, so tirelessly to advocate for children in these dire circumstances. And they push themselves because their vision, their vision is saving these children's lives from such hardship and tragedy, right? So yes, we have heard from our clients 
time and time and time again for years about how critical having that shared vision is in not just keeping people motivated so that they do their work, but so that they're passionate about it and they find meaning in it. And it brings purpose to their lives as human beings, not as workers who are just doing a job to get a job done. Right. And so we like we have these compartments, these pillars, these facets of life, relationships, finances and business, career, mental and physical health, right? All these different areas that we would have like visions for ourselves. Hopefully we would recommend and encourage you to have a clear vision for yourself and then take that vision if need be and enlist others, right? Because if it's not clear for you, how are you going to get the buy-in? How is how are you going to be an effective leader? Right? One of the hallmarks of leadership, having a clear vision and then inspiring others to buy into it. So yes, the benefits, a sense of identity for yourself and for everyone else, the company, the group, the family, the organization, right? My kids, what are we doing this year? Uh, Allowing everybody within it, the vision, yourself and others to thrive, right? Driving unity, teamwork, and loftier expectations of self and others, right? Standards for us all to rise. This allows us to also manage the vision. Going back to the vision can really help us in decision-making and managing tension that we all deal with. And we just talked about this, Bridget, in our last episode of being and doing, of getting things done and being in the moment. The tension between innovation and transformation or relaxation and recovery, which, let's be honest, it's not just something that we should or that we could balance in our professional lives, but certainly something and attention we need to manage in our personal lives as well. Yes, very well said. Absolutely. So this relates to every aspect of life. And again, whether it's on the personal level, the team level, the organizational level, the world level, right? So Todd, we gave a little tease earlier, and we've got to deliver on that. (laughs) And I just want to tell everybody that we were in some training, Todd and I do training together all the time. And sometimes we'll surprise each other and pull something out that one of us wasn't expecting. And Todd just kind of off the cuff said, Oh, well, this is my personal identity statement. And it was probably a group we were talking to about vision and mission and values, right? And he said it. He said, this is my personal identity statement. And I was just floored. I had not heard it before. And it was so powerful and so meaningful to me. And as we talked about it more, and we talked about it today, as we were preparing for the podcast, I said, really, you call that your identity statement, but you could also look at it as your vision for your life. It's a beautiful, inspiring vision for your life. So Todd, would you be willing to share that with everyone, even though it's so personal? I will. Yeah, I appreciate that setup, Bridget. I'll just, I'll say it's my lofty statement for myself as a human on the planet in all aspects of life. It's, it's what I aspire to be. It's what I see myself becoming and strive to be in the daily basis. I certainly fall short of it constantly, but it serves as a reminder of where I want to be. So here's the statement. I am. Todd Lawrence Parker, a spiritually guided expression of happiness, health, hope, abundance, gratitude, joy, and courage for myself and anyone who will allow me or permit me to touch their life. That's my statement. Those are my values. It's what I'm aspiring to. Don't always achieve it, but certainly it guides me in hopefully, I think, making me not just a more effective, but a more impactful and compassionate, right? And hopefully present human on the planet. Yeah. 
I love it. Every time I hear it, it inspires me to work on mine. <laughs> so, so next year I'll come back with mine because I'm going to start from scratch <laughs> and really think about it. And every year things change. I do want to say just really quickly, because we are suggesting that you come up with this life vision for yourself. It can change over time. You're not, it's not set in stone, right? So I'm going to work on mine. Things have changed in my life in so many ways in the last few years. So we can always be revising it. It can be a living statement, right? Yeah, exactly. And I'll give, yeah, I'll give a personal example as well that I was inspired to as Todd was speaking. This year, my daughter and I, my daughter's transgender, and we started an educational program to teach people about transgender awareness and inclusion and advocacy. And it was funny, as soon as we got things going, I said to her, we have to have our vision statement. The first thing we have to have is our vision statement. So I just want to say, I really do walk this walk. I don't just talk the talk. And as Todd was sharing his and how he has it memorized, I thought, well, the one that I have memorized is that because it means everything to me. And our vision statement for transgender school as a transgender education awareness speaking program and and community is saving lives, keeping families together, and making work, school, and all spaces safe for all transgender people. That's what you'll find on our website. That's That's what I think every time I do something to work on it or promote it. And so when things really matter to us, We invest the time in coming up with a vision. It really is a gift to ourselves or our team or our org, our organization to say, I care deeply about this. And so I'm going to come up with a vision for it. I'm going to memorize that vision, not as an act of like memorizing like we would for a test, but because there's so much love and meaning and purpose behind it that it's just automatically going to become imprinted you know, burned into my brain and my heart. And that's how I feel when I hear hear your statement and I see you living it, Todd, and I see you striving in everything you do to embody that statement. And and that's what we're advocating. So what are we asking of you, our listeners? Yeah, what's the ask, Bridget? What's the ask? Okay, just a quick summary. Remember my professor years, like I have to summarize, we have shared with you what a vision is. You should be very, very clear, right, on what it is. We gave you our definition. We gave you countless examples. We hope that we sold you on the benefits, how you will achieve so much more. You will have more joy and accomplishment, whatever that looks like for you. It doesn't mean money or business or anything that we shared as examples, whatever that is for you that's most important important. And so our ask of you, if you're listening when this is released, it is the first week of a new year after an unprecedented year, for sure, we acknowledge, right? So a great time to ask yourself, what is my vision for my life? That's all we're asking is for you to carve out some time this week, if it's the first week of the year, which is when this will be released. Or if you're listening later, you can do this anytime. Keep it short and sweet, but make sure it includes the words that are most important to you and what you want your life to look like. Remember, it's aspirational. It's ambitious. It doesn't look or sound or feel anything like where you are now. Otherwise, it's not a vision. (laughs) So don't be afraid of that. Don't let that scare you. Let that inspire you and exhilarate you. Sit down, write it down. Use all the criteria that we've shared with you throughout this podcast and give yourself that gift. That's our ask. You know, if we go back to the start of this, we said, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. And I guess what we're trying to highlight is we don't want just any road for you. We don't just want any road for ourselves. We want the purposeful road, the meaningful road. 
right? It may not even be the most well-lit road, but it might just be the road, right? The path that gets you everything that you've been after. You can't discover those roads if you don't know where you're going in the first place, right? So let's, let's get a vision going and let's check ourselves against that vision as the year goes on, right? And as life, as life takes its course. This has been such a pleasure to have this conversation with you, Bridget. I know that in preparation and creation of these discussions, it's always transformative for me to think about myself, my family, and everything else that I care about on the planet to try to create meaningful examples for everybody. So it's as much a gift to me, and hopefully it provides value to all of you. Bridget, happiest of New Year's. Same to you, Todd. I look forward to a great year partnering with you on new and exciting work and just having fun as friends. Same. And same to you, our listener. We appreciate you being here with us in this new year. And we're looking forward to a, we say we're living in unprecedented times. We're just looking for some precedented times here in (laughs) uh, in 2021. (laughs) Go ahead and getting back to the precedented. Uh, As always, be good people, make good choices. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to the Right Questions podcast. We hope this episode sparked something that fuels your own inquiry and transformation. If you like what you heard, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite podcast app. If you want to learn more about the work we do and how it can benefit you, check out our website, SampsonCoachingAndConsulting.com. And connect with me on Instagram at the Bridget Sampson. And you can find me at Todd Parker Official. We'll catch you next week. Until then, dare to ask the right questions.